I fall in the water. I fall in the lake. All three of us are fighting for our lives. John Smith was 14 years old when he fell through the ice on Lake St. Louis in Missouri and drowned. You heard that right. He drowned. He was underwater for more than 15 minutes before a firefighter pulled him up. At the hospital, all attempts to save his life failed. So they bring my mom in and she she walks into this room and I'm cold, I'm gray, I'm blue, I'm dead. There's nothing. She didn't know. Like she had an idea that it was bad, but she didn't know like I was gone. Someone say it's only chance. I'm not gonna second guess. I've seen the hand of God. Cause I believe in miracles. You can do the impossible. Cause every single heartbeat means there's a God who's in control. Four years ago, John Smith's story went viral around the world after his doctor said a miracle happened in that hospital room. And now his story is the subject of a new movie that's out today. John is our guest on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. I'm Phil Fleischman. And I'm Jim Kirkland. You're going to hear from the very alive and well John. He's going to share the miraculous story of his death. And then you're also going to hear from Billy Graham. He'll explain what the Bible says about death. The Bible teaches that there is an eternal life beyond the grave. Life does not end at death. Only the outer shell that we call the body dies. After your body dies, the real you lives forever in heaven or hell. The choice is yours. Learn how to choose heaven. We can tell you how by visiting findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. Is there something you'd like us to be praying about? We'd be honored to do that. All you need to do is email us. The address, easy to remember, gps at billygram.org. Jonathan emailed us to let us know that he listens to GPS while riding the train in the Philippines. He said he thanks God for using GPS to literally cross the borders to reach people with the message of Christ. We really appreciate that kind of encouragement, Jonathan. Again, our email address is gps at billygram.org. Org. We hope to hear from you soon. GPS. God. People. Stories. Hi, I'm John Smith. I am from St. Louis, Missouri, and I am a senior in high school. So I am 18 years old and getting ready to graduate and go off to college. John has always lived in St. Louis, except for the first five months of his life. He was born in Guatemala and adopted as a baby. His adoptive parents are Christians, and they taught John to share his faith. I grew up some ways of God. And, you know, I was very involved. But as John got older, he struggled with feeling abandoned, first by his birth mom and then by pastors who would leave to serve at other churches. I'd have to say around fourth or fifth grade, I really fell away from the church because all these great pastors I had grown up with and a mentor and had great hands in my life, they're gone. They're nowhere to be seen. Two people who were always there for John were his parents. Since John was a baby, he and his dad had shared a special bond over their mutual love of basketball. John played whenever he could. Yeah, in fact, the weekend John fell through the ice, he and his eighth grade teammates had just won a basketball tournament. We're celebrating. We're happy. Um, This is actually the week of MLK Day, so we have Monday off. We're we're hanging out. We're making plans. And uh, two of the other boys on my team, they wanted to hang out. It started out with typical middle school boy stuff, playing Xbox, eating pizza, goofing around at a park near one of the boys' houses. That park was on Lake St. Louis. This was January, and the lake was covered with a thick coat of ice. 
That proved a little too tempting for the boys to resist. The ice had frozen over, and in St. Louis, that's not really common at all. Like, it just doesn't happen. So we did what we did best, and we tried to test it. First, we threw a rock out there, and then we kind of stand on the dock and put our feet in, and then we sat on the dock and put, like, moved our feet back and forth. We did everything we could to test it, and we noticed that it wasn't breaking. Keep in mind, this is the night before the actual event of the accident. The three boys were able to walk on the ice without any incident. So the next day, they decided to go back and do it again. The weather had warmed up quite a bit, but the lake still looked completely frozen. This time, they brought one of the boys' older sisters along. She stayed on the shore while they walked out on the ice. And about that same time, John's cell phone rang. It was his mom. And as they talked, John was wandering farther out onto the lake. She said, I love you. I said, I love you too. Eight seconds from when that phone call, we hung up. I fall in the water. I fall in the lake. All three of us are fighting for our lives. One of the boys was able to self-rescue. Me and this other boy were 25 to 50 feet out from shore. There's no way we can get back. The older sister frantically calls 911. One of the boys managed to get out of the water, but John and his other friend, they were still struggling. It's like getting in a fight with like a tiger because the ice is, you know, cutting your skin. The water actually, you'd think it would just remain cold, but it actually turns hot because of the hypothermia kicking in. And it just burned and it was terrible. And we were just doing the best we could for each other in that time. This is what it This is what it feels like to say goodbye. At one point, John goes under and doesn't come back up. Seconds go by, then minutes. By now, I have drowned. I'm The clock's ticking. I'm submerged. And so the, the first two police officers show up from Lake St. Louis. They run out on the ice with their gear. They don't take anything off. They just run out there. Later on, they had to get off because they realized if they did fall through, they'd be saving four instead of two. So here come the firefighters. Uh, Mr. Tommy Shine of the Winspell Fire Department, their truck didn't even stop. He was off and sprinting towards the scene like he was going to get there as soon as he could. And he did. They said he actually broke protocol because he was supposed to have something tied around him, you know, to keep him back. And he didn't. They said, do you have a rope? They said, no. He said, I'm going. Rescue crews were able to help John's two friends. They were fine. But John was nowhere in sight. Now listen to this. The area of the lake where John fell in is about 10 feet deep. Just an inch or two from where he fell in, though, the lake drops off and becomes anywhere from 25 to 50 feet deep. So when the firefighters come in, they have to be careful because one little wave, I could go off into this deep end. So they're continuously looking for me. They're in the water. They're they're searching for me. It's do or die. By now the clock's ticking. They, They can't be wasting time. Tommy Shine will go on record and say, I heard a voice. It said, go two feet to his left. They had already checked that area, but he's like, okay, I'll go back. I'll do it one more time. And he has a pike pole, which is a big pole with a big hook at the end used to tear drywall down in a fire. So he sticks it down. He's like, I got to pull something up. I I just got to do it. He's like, it could be a tire. It could be my boot. But then he realized it can't be his boot because he's too deep. Pulls it up. It's me. It was an amazing moment. But John had been underwater for 15 minutes his chances of survival were not good. The rescue crews did CPR there at the lake. Then they rushed him to the hospital, where doctors made every possible effort to restart his heart, but nothing worked. 
Meanwhile, John's mom, Joyce, is racing to the hospital. She knows something happened, but she doesn't know how bad it is. By this time, doctors estimate John has been dead for more than an hour. They bring his mom into the room so she can say goodbye. So they bring my mom in and she she walks into this room and I'm cold, I'm gray, I'm blue, I'm dead. There's nothing. She didn't know. Like she had an idea that it was bad, but she didn't know like I was gone. All that she can see is my feet and they're gray. And she calls out, Holy Spirit, please give me back my son. Don't take my son. And instantly I had a pulse. Instantly. John was alive, and the doctors and nurses in the room, they couldn't explain what happened. Now, what is completely God as well, the Holy Spirit was in that room. They said when she walked in that room, not just the atmosphere changed, but the physical temperature in the room elevated. Also, when she prayed, something rushed up my body so powerful that it pushed three nurses back from where they were standing. One of these nurses is about 6'6", 280. It physically pushed him back. But that wasn't the end. Like I, had to, I defied all odds, all, everything medical. The doctors knew that getting a pulse back was only half the battle. Chances were John wasn't going to make it. And even if he did, they expected him to have severe brain damage after being underwater for 15 minutes and an hour with no pulse. As John was taken to another hospital, his pastor and the members of his church started praying. And that prayer chain spread across St. Louis, across the state, around the country, and even overseas. Let me just tell you this. 16 days later, I walk out of the hospital completely fine. Nothing wrong. So John's story went viral around the world, and he couldn't help but see that God had miraculously saved his life. But... He was still a 14-year-old kid who wanted to play basketball and get back to his normal 8th grade life. He wasn't interested in following God's lead. It was actually another accident that led John to surrender his life to the Lord. He got a concussion during a big basketball game after jumping on a loose ball. Because of the trauma he had been through before, another injury meant game over. No more basketball. Doctor's orders. I tried to keep it together, but I just cried in front of all my friends, in front of everybody for 30 minutes, just in my dad's arms, knowing that this is it, knowing it's over. All, all the training at the parks, all the training in gyms, hot summers, it, it was done. And, you know, I was really upset and heartbroken. And that night, though, that night is when I finally got on my knees and I said, okay, God, you have my life. Where are you taking me? You have complete control. And so I lose this life. John Smith said he knew he was called to go into ministry, but he had been running from God until that night. That night he stopped running. And life has been pretty amazing ever since. Yeah, he's been coaching middle school boys basketball and mentoring the students, teaching them not just about basketball, but about God. And he's getting ready to graduate and go to college to become a pastor. And John's miraculous story, well, it was turned into a book. And now it's about to hit theaters as a movie. 
starring Chrissy Metz from the show This Is Us. We'll let John tell you more about the movie in just a minute. But he says it's ultimately a story about God and his love. And if that's something you're not familiar with, we hope you'll go to findpeacewithgod.net right now. Because God loves you and has a plan for your life. Again, pay a visit to findpeacewithgod.net. You're listening to GPS. God. People. Stories. A production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. The Bible teaches that there is an eternal life beyond the grave. Life does not end at death. Only the outer shell that we call the body dies. Billy Graham. The real you, your personality, your mind, your memory, lives forever in one of two places. The Bible teaches that there is a literal place called heaven for the Christian and a literal place called hell for the sinner. Where you go depends on only one thing. It depends on what you do with Jesus Christ, God's Son. You deserve hell because of your transgressions and because you've broken God's moral law. But Christ has suffered hell and judgment in your place on the cross. Now God says, repent of your sin, accept my son as a substitute, and you will receive forgiveness of sin and a home in eternity. And at this moment, I'm asking you to take the first step by repenting of your sin, accepting Christ as Lord and Savior, and start the road toward eternity. You can learn a lot more about starting down that road to an eternity in heaven by visiting us at this website, findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. Our guest on this episode of GPS has been John Smith, a teenager who came back to life after falling through the ice into Lake St. Louis in Missouri. John's story is now a movie that hits theaters today. The movie is produced by Devon Franklin, who's known for other faith-based films like Heaven is for Real and Miracles from Heaven. The new movie is called Breakthrough. It stars Chrissy Metz from This Is Us. She plays John's mom. We asked John what it felt like to have his life portrayed in a movie. It's definitely weird, but it's a huge blessing. First of all, it's it, I'm completely thankful for my life, you know, to be here to see this. And, you know, second of all, I'm also just extremely blessed to be a part of the bigger picture in sharing this story with the world so that they will see God because I truly believe in this day and age there's so much chaos that everyone is looking for a hope. And this story will bring that to them, and you know, hopefully they will see God within it. It was all God from the get-go. None of us would have been able to do anything if it wasn't for God. Really, truly, in the truest sense of the word, a miraculous story. We are joining John and his family and praying that many people will experience God's power and love through this movie. And we're thankful to John for sharing his story with us. We also want to say thank you to Audio Adrenaline. It's their music you heard in this episode. And we want to thank you for listening. I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. If John Smith's story has moved you or strengthened your faith, would you let us know? It's easy to do. You can email us at gps at billygram.org. You can also use that email to send us your prayer requests or suggestions for future episodes. Again, the address is gps at billygram.org. GPS, God, People, Stories. It's an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. You live